Welcome to Working for Women, the independent women's forum podcast, where we are changing the conversation about women and public policy for the better. Hi, I'm Amber Schwartz, Director of Outreach at the Independent Women's Forum. I'm thrilled to be joined today by Deneen Borelli, author of Blacklash, and she's also the Chief Political Correspondent at Conservative Review, which is a website holding politicians accountable through a limited government perspective. She's a contributor with Fox News and appears on numerous other news networks. She's a regular on radio and writes commentary for many publications about the importance of freedom and individual liberty. So basically, I'm saying all this to say she's clearly multi-talented. I'm also thrilled that Deneen is going to be the master of ceremonies at our upcoming Women of Valor dinner in Washington, D.C., which I'm very excited about on November 18th. Um, We'll be honoring Representative Barbara Comstock from Virginia with our Women of Valor Award, in addition to Karen Wright of Ariel Corporation with our Women in Business Award, and our first ever Gentleman of Distinction Award to Steve Forbes of Forbes Media. Um, If you'd like to attend, please check out more information about the dinner at iws.org, and it's sure to be a fabulous evening. So with that, I'd I'd love to start this conversation with you, Deneen. Welcome. Um, And I was thinking we could maybe start with you saying a little bit about how you actually got involved in public policy. Well, Amber, thanks so much for the opportunity. Uh, I do appreciate it. Uh, I got involved in public policy for uh, a couple of reasons. One, um, first of all, I'm someone from many years ago was not interested or involved in public policy whatsoever. But as I got older and started experiencing different things that were happening uh, throughout the course of my life, I did get involved. Um, and really, when, you, when it comes down to it, it's, it's the growth of big government. Uh, because any time government is too big, our liberties are reduced. And what I was witnessing are, are how high taxes and high regulations are, are harming hardworking Americans. Uh, but not only that, how the progressives uh, really pushed for this effort of big government. And personally speaking, from my perspective and growing up in a Democrat household, uh, I was someone who always voted Democrat because my parents did. But once I recognized how big government, how Democrat policies were harming hardworking Americans, I got involved. And now I'm involved on an everyday basis fighting for liberty and smaller government. Yeah, and, and I've seen a lot of your interviews on TV, and you just you do a fantastic job, um, and on the radio as well, um, of, of communicating that message, which is obviously very important, and what IWF preaches as well. Um, you've also, um, you've clearly been in successful in the political world, um, and much of IWF's audience is young women exploring or um, possibly just starting their careers. I'd be interested to know what advice you would give to young women thinking of starting a career in politics. Oh, sure. Well, listen, uh, we got to prepare our future generation to get involved because this is not a spectator sport, and it it is up to Americans to play a role. And my message is that everyone has a role to play, no matter how old you are, what background you is, what what your background happens to be or where you come from, but everyone can play a role. And, you know, start locally, maybe work with someone, uh, you can you know, feel free to send emails or make a phone call to your representatives, even go to their office. Uh, start out doing interviews. Understand uh, that you only need maybe three points to get your view across in terms of 
perhaps doing an interview or even having a discussion with your friends or family. Uh, start out small, but the more you do, the more you, know, you get advanced and experienced at it. I'm someone who comes from corporate America, worked in corporate America for 20 years, had no idea I would be doing uh, radio, TV, or had the great opportunity to write a book or to do public speaking at events. But the more you do, uh, the more things are connected and the more people notice. And that is how opportunities come um, to people. And that's how it happened with me. And mm-hmm. so get involved. If you think it's something small, don't look at it that way. Uh, but things do advance and grow. And uh, I tell you, everyone has a role to play. And people just need to really figure out what that role is and how they can contribute. I think that's that's fantastic advice. I think along those lines, I'd also just be curious on a on a personal level if you have um, a specific mentor. Well, uh, I would say my pa- my parents are, are a great mentor for me uh, because they I, I saw how they got up every day of, of all hours to work. My dad worked two jobs for for many many years, uh, and and I just saw that work ethic on a daily basis up close and personal. Uh, and so I, I think that is, is really key for especially our younger generation who think that things that should, should, should happen instantly for them. Uh, but it's about hard work and perseverance and taking risks and uh, advancing on opportunities as they come. Uh, I've had jobs I wasn't always thrilled to have or thrilled about, but I always made the best of every opportunity that came to me. And then just from there, uh, things just progress. But it, it is about taking risks getting involved, getting your hands dirty, learning those skills, learning the basic skills, um, you know, speaking to individuals, customer service, the work ethic, uh, being timely, being on time and punctual, learning the basic skill sets so that you can advance and grow from there. Um, excellent. Yes, uh, that, uh, that's all very true. Um, just to, to switch gears a little bit, I... Um, IWF, we spend a lot of time doing cultural research, which I personally find completely fascinating. Um, by that, I mean we, we survey women to find out what messages actually resonate. Um, and if we are actually able to change someone's opinion just by changing the wording of a certain policy issue, um, we've learned that simply tweaking the words of certain policy topics can completely turn someone's opinion on its head. Um, for instance, telling a woman that the Family Act will actually create more government regulations and will completely hinder flex- flexibility in the workplace um, can totally alter her opinion. Um, I wanted to ask you, with the upcoming election in 2016, how do you think conservatives could possibly communicate better with women and minorities? Well, I think it's huge to have that communication uh, on all levels, but especially when it comes to minorities and women. When you look at the minority aspects, for example, especially black Americans, uh, overwhelming majority of them continue to vote Democrat when, in fact, it's the Democrat progressive policies that are harming our country and are especially harming black Americans. If you look at energy, for example, we have Mm -hmm. a president who was pushing for uh, govern, uh, renewable energy sources that are not ready for prime time. They're much more expensive. So he's picking winners and losers. And if you mm-hmm. have that discussion with people, with hardworking Americans, uh, Obama said before he was president, he wanted electricity rates to skyrocket. Why would you want to harm hardworking Americans with higher electricity rates? 
And again, right. we can use Obama's words against him. Uh, and, and as conservatives, we have the facts on our side. What you want mm-hmm. is competition. But we want our, all forms of energy to be used and available for Americans. Uh, but where it stands today, uh, when it comes to fossil fuels, they're cheap, they're reliable, they're plentiful. And with mm-hmm. lower energy prices, families have more disposable income to spend on their families. So that is an argument that a lot of people can have uh, with their family, their friends and coworkers. Remove the emotion from talking about politics and talk about the facts. And that is something that can help change hearts and minds. Yeah, I think you can do that with a, po- a lot of policy topics. I mean, I'm, you mentioned energy. Um, you know, women are the leading consumers. And so if you break it down and say, you know, energy is, is affecting the prices of your groceries and, you know, hindering certain things or going to make things more expensive, I think you have to sort of bring it down on a personal level. And I think that's what IWF talks about and kind of sounds like what you're saying, too. Oh, sure. Well, you got to keep it on a personal level because that's how you get right. connection with individuals. Don't, don't go into conservative, liberal, Republican, Democrat. Talk about everyday kitchen table issues, education, energy, jobs, lower taxes. Those are right. the, the, the discussions that we need to have, the topics of discussion. And then that's how you engage people and get them involved and interested and thinking, hey, how is this affecting me and my family and what can I do to make a difference? Right, exactly. And and how is this going to affect my children in the future? I think it's a big one, too, particularly for women. Um, well, as I mentioned earlier, you clearly wear a lot of hats, um, and you wear them all well, by the way. And I'd, I'd like to know if you have any tips on how you keep work-life balance in check, assuming that you do anyway. Um, I know it's always a constant struggle for me. <laughs> Oh, sure. Well, I'm sure it's a constant struggle for all uh, working families. And, you know, between public speaking and traveling and doing radio and TV interviews, sure, it's it's a lot to juggle. Uh, but I'm fortunate enough to uh, be able to work from home. I'm fortunate enough to be able to work and travel with my husband, Tom Borelli, and we're mm-hmm. able to work with each other um, in, in this initiative and, you know, talking about liberty and personal responsibility. And it, it, you have to stick to a schedule, I think, if and when you can. That's really important to do. Uh, of course, you've you, you got to take care of family issues as they arise. But, you know, in, in my household, we try to have a, a schedule as much as possible when it comes to media. You never know when you have to do a, a, a TV interview and go to the studio or perhaps do a, a phone interview. But those are the things that you work around and kind of work into your plan. Uh, but, mm-hmm. of course, family comes first, uh, but when it comes to work, uh, it, it, people have to be flexible in terms of what they got to do uh, to make things happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I, I think we can close pretty soon here. I'd like to give you a chance to talk about if you'd like to talk about your book or um, what you do at um, Conservative Review or, or anything you'd, you'd like to mention. Well, sure. I hope uh, the listeners will visit conservativereview.com. It's a way uh, we, the people, can hold our politicians accountable. We provide a letter for, uh, of our representatives, and we also have in-depth profiles. So people can uh, access that information, take that to a town hall meeting, ask those questions, or use the information to send an email or phone call to the representatives. 
And also, when it comes to my book, Blacklash, I'm very fortunate to have had the opportunity to write this book uh, because I not only challenge uh, big government and how families are affected, but I also challenge the black liberal establishment who has been telling lies for many, many years that if you happen to be black, you're a victim, no matter what your circumstances or situation mm. happens to be. And so I challenge uh, both uh, big government and also the black liberal establishment, because I can speak from personal experience that it's come, it comes down to hard work and, per, and perseverance for people to advance themselves. It has absolutely nothing to do with their skin color. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. Well, Danina, it was such an honor to talk with you today, um, and I definitely look forward to seeing you at our dinner on November 18th. Um, and thank you to our listeners for listening to this Working for Women podcast. Um, for more information about the Independent Women's Forum or how you can donate, please visit our website at iwf.org. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please give it a thumbs up, share it on social media, or stop by iwf.org for similar content.